Hey, well, what's your favorite sign? <laughs> I don't know why. It's just my friends thought it was funny, and I was just being stupid. Anybody who's anybody who's watching this video, I've wore this shirt every single time we've streamed. And I'm trying to get Coca-Cola to <laughs> come on over here and say, "Hi, hey, get some Coca-Cola." I'm not really that drunk. If, if they're offended about our laundry, I, I want to start a new trend. There's there's trends on TikTok, right? From what I hear. Uh, In other words, there's these people that dance with their noses on fire, I guess. It's something like that. I don't really know anymore. I, I, you're, uh, TikTok is not really so the thing. TikTok is the world. It's what China wants, right? Oh, I should have said that. Now we're going to get... Oh, fuck. Wasn't there some chick back in the 2000s, speaking of music, that's had a song TikTok? On the clock or something. I'm just thinking of the, bit, the show Big Bang Theory. I'm trying to get to the subject of music again. Okay. These damn horror fans are not going to want to watch this, Chris. That's no. I, I feel like let's let's. I don't know because I feel like they could be. John Carpenter wrote songs. Yeah, they could be really big music fans as well. I believe I knew someone that owned a record store that was an extra on the dead. And I'll talk about it in this episode, mm. but I'm going to leave it up to you, my friend, Chris, because we hit a something that really got you intrigued at the end of episode four. We were doing our top fives where we were basically teenagers, something special, whether it was, it got us through some tough times or it got us through some, Stupid drunken times like myself. Um, but when I mentioned record stores, I'm like, oh, that's a good time to shut up and we'll talk about it now. So what is it about record stores that just makes you want to express yourself? I'm going to sit back and listen. You know what? I feel like something seriously deep could be said about a record store, like a brick and mortar record store where they sold something not this not the digital downloads that you you download in the privacy of your own home and it's like that was nice by the way brick and mortar i like that sorry <laughs> <laughs> the physical stores where you can go to and you just you know you could be flipping through the catalog looking for a certain record or something like that and bump into a person's who's like oh hey are you looking for the new blah, blah, blah? Oh, yeah, man. Did you hear their last album? Oh, shit. Yeah, I loved that. That was great. I went and saw them in concert last mm. week. Are you kidding me? God, I want to see them in concert so bad. Mm. Just the human interaction that has been taken out of place at that point where it's like, you had something in common and you had a human interaction that you both are there for the same album, for the same music. You might get turned on to new music like, hey, man, you really love this band. Have you heard this band? And then you get opened up to a whole new world that you may have not experienced prior. And maybe you fall in love with a new band. Maybe you go to new concerts. Maybe it's a new life experience for you. It's just so much crazy stuff that 
I feel like we miss now, and I, I, I've spent so many times in record stores, so many man hours have been logged in there. It's crazy. That I truly feel sorry that kids can't go and experience that. I mean, whether you're talking about like a big, big name record store, like maybe a, like a uh, Tower Records, I think you brought up Scott. Mm-hmm. In, in LA, any any place such as that. I mean, Hollywood. little little places. Second time around, man, you could go and you had people that were in there at the same time that were in your uh, ecosystem. They existed on the same plane as you. They were all there looking for music. Like it, it was a common interest, and it was just man, I miss those so much. It's a tragic loss to me, <laughs> losing physical stores. It, I don't know what else to say about it. I just, I get so nostalgic. I get so, God, meant a lot to me. Chris, you, uh, you, you are definitely, from episode three, four, and five, you are capturing music in its, in its core of, of beauty. Because my reflection on record stores is identical. No, right? I miss the experience. I was—I believe I was telling you recently. I was watching um, classic '80s movie, um, Pretty in Pink, Molly Ringwald's character, and of course her best friend. I guess who owns the record store. Molly works at the record store, and of course Ducky uh, John Heater. Okay, think of the show uh, Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I because I'm good at screwing up names, but he he was he was spectacular in that movie. He's his character was Ducky. Chris, we thought thought about other movies that had record stores and all reference, but just because of uh, what you were describing, see, I'm thinking of like my experiences too. Of like when they're in the record store, people in there, you you communicate you. It's a like a smorgasbord of an adventure. You'll discover something new. Maybe you were just looking through the records. Others there, music that you're listening to in the record store. You may have never heard that song before, but as you're looking through records, through through to, uh, oh topics, God. through rock and roll, yeah. let's say country rap. And then that music, like, man, this is good. And then you, who, who is that? Yeah, an album and comes then, on and, yeah. The art, the smells. I love Instant. the technology <laughs> we have today. But it's just not the same. I, okay, I use Apple Music, okay? It's just not the same. I, I appreciate the hell out of it. Right. I, one knows I pay what, whatever I pay now a month for it. But it's just not the same. No. There's an okay. element that's missing. Huge element. Local stores, everybody, and of course, I, I, if you're listening to us now on your, you know, your favorite podcast service, you know, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, are watching. If you're sitting back, you may be thinking, okay, Blockbuster, the same thing. Exactly. Awesome. Well, yeah. But I also miss those days that, let's say, if you are in our age, or if you're thinking about, man, I wish I had that, I hate to rub this in too. Let's say you're with your best friends and it's the weekend, especially the summertime right now. Yeah. And you get to go to another city. I, I miss that too. 
traveling. Like Chris and I live basically outside of Dayton. I miss going to Cincinnati or Columbus to the, the college towns where they had record stores there. Mm. Cause you go to those small independent record stores. Those were the best. hundred percent. Those were the absolute best. hundred percent. And then you brought up a um, good topic was, was, I mean, even the movies that came out of that, I know you brought, oh. you, you brought up high fidelity. Um, I brought up oh, Empire I, Records. Like I got yeah, to watch those movies again this weekend. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm not editing any videos. I'm going to watch those two movies. It was such <laughs> an experience, and it was such a, a cultural binding element that they, they, they made movies about it. it did, Empire Records didn't do shit. That didn't do nothing. All it, did, all it did was just take you inside Great of a record store. And all the great magic that happens inside of it. That's all it did. That's what I want. What I want. I'm here. I'm thinking of a song from Empire Records right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. And I'm thinking of the record store. Speaking of record store, uh, there was that. They were, and other, not just here, and obviously they were big out in Southern California, and they were in other places in the U.S., maybe in other countries as well. Peach's record store was huge. I would kill to have a t-shirt from Peach's today or even the baseball jersey shirts because mm. that was the thing back then. 78 was obviously a magical year for me. And I was only eight years old, but I remember so much because of what's behind oh, me. Oh, yeah. 1978, Van Halen. And I walked into a record store with my Uncle Joe, who really got me started in music because of the Beatles, Elvis Presley. And Muddy Waters. Mm. And my Uncle Joe appreciated the fact that I didn't... It's funny, I can listen to disco now and be okay. But I was like, I don't want disco then. Because I was, I was constantly rubbed with... My mom worked at a bar where it was disco crap. Of course, you know... What do they call it? The California... California, the... Uh, oh, I can't think of it right now. In other words, the Eagles and all that. The Beach Boys. It was more of a California yeah. love. But... Yeah. Anyways, I was into, I was into Kiss. I was starting to, I, my grandmother couldn't stand the fact that I was into Kiss. Um, he wanted something with Edge. He wanted some. Exactly. Uh, Queen, mm. Kiss and Queen. My uncle appreciated that. And I used to go to the record store with him every week. And it was Peaches on North Main in North Dayton, Ohio. And, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. This is when I, this is when I, I walked it. We're in there, and you're going through the records. There's music playing. There's posters because I remember always looking at the posters. Oh my god, I bought because so I always many wanted posters. Yeah, and then Dude. obviously the employee there at Peaches put on of sort of this. I'm trying to do it without sounds, effects, of course, and copyright. Just imagining right now if you hit play on Van Halen's first album, Running with the Devil. And then, of course, Eruption is the next song. And I'm already liking what I'm hearing, you know, dun, 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 dun. but then Eruption comes on. Like I said, I'm just a little eight year old kid. Because Kiss was to me, but then I hear Eruption. <laughs> And I'm just like, it's like, holy shit, what just happened? What the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> right. 
And apparently that echoed through the whole entire world at the time, unless you grew up in Pasadena. And, you know, the backyard bands were since the early 70s, like say 72 was really when Van Halen was going to all the small clubs and all that around there. And then, you know, of course, Daley Roth, to give Corey credit due, he really was responsible for pumping that band up the way he was, Diamond Dave. Um, but Edward Van Halen, I mean, there was a lot of, I'm, oh God, I'm going down that path again. I'm, I'm telling myself, stop, stay on the subject. And I will. So I'm eight years old and I asked my uncle and he bought that album for me. And of course, my grandmother always again, already against, because I was listening constantly to, to Kiss Live album. I'm listening to Van Halen. And I, I was really into Jamie's crying too. But run an eruption. I was so confused and in love. And I didn't understand what I was listening to. Because I didn't, I didn't, under, I'm like, that's, a, that, that had to be a guitar. So that's what started for me. And it was all thanks to going into a record store. I appreciate Apple, Spotify, et cetera, but I probably don't think I would have found my first true love. The, the, the lazy side of me is like, yeah, hell yeah, I love it. I, you know, new music comes out every Friday. I can check that Thursday at midnight. There'll be new music. Like, I can sit there and listen. It's to be Tuesdays. Yeah, I know. Don't you hate that? Too? Tuesdays was Tuesdays was a day at record stores. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm hundred percent. I'm I'm with you there. If you if you love music and you follow it like that, I mean you changed your days to when new music would come out. That, that I mean, obviously it can get pressed faster probably due to the uh <laughs> due to the uh you know the physical presses versus a digital like just pump it out there type situation. I mean, obviously, it's faster. We probably get things a whole lot quicker. But no, something was lost, man. Like the cultural impact and the and the and the human interaction was lost. I miss that. This is where I wish Halloween Kills would have kicked ass. We think back to where they did a an amazing job revamping the concept of the Myers House, where it would look like today with Big John, Little John. Big John, Little John, we think about the music okay. that was played. Little John is playing music off of a record player. Yep. This is where I really wish Kills would be a huge influence. Now, I'm not, I love the fact that younger generation knows what vinyl is uh -huh. because it's, been, it's becoming somewhat of a mainstream, but not highly important, which I really want to take my record player that's underneath my bar. Yes. The bar downstairs has its record turntable and a receiver. I want to bring it in here and kind of mock a little John vibe where I have a record player and speakers behind me here. <laughs> yes. I'm dead serious. Oh shit! <laughs> I think basically where you guys can kind of, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to eventually watch this on Patreon. But basically, uh, kind of over, I'm trying to do this right over my. I thought you were trying to dance. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bust the there move right Between, now. Yeah. I'm doing a Devo thing. God damn it, or, uh, Devo or uh, can't touch this. Dune, dude. Okay, a Halloween in between the Halloween and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with my Coca Cola lamps mm -hmm. at. See, I got Coca Cola everywhere. Coca Cola. Coca Cola starts with a C, 
ends with a kick-ass A. Buy it today. I'd like to put a record player back there at a turntable because this would be a perfect room to have that again, you know. I'm going off on a day. I, I guess because I was talking about, I was trying to bring the horror vibe into it with the records and all that. So uh, and I'm going to let Chris go because I, I, I keep on going on. Music takes me down a rabbit hole. And I've noticed I know. Chris reflects on music in a way that's, I love the fact that we have different backgrounds, which makes it more interesting. It kind of brings that element of record stores. If you think about it, Chris, next time you come over, I'm, I'm playing you some DMX. Okay, I'll, you know what? That's cool with me. I might discover something I like. I might, you, you know, know you, you, that's you learn. You think rap, and then you think, I mean, but when you hear the guy playing, then then it's funny. I'm not. I guess I'm more of a Beastie Boy fan than I realized. The more I thought about, because those guys were. I like. It's funny. I like the mature Beastie Boys. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah it does. They're more. They're more artists. And, you know, that's another thing about music. I mean, you can listen to something, say, in your adolescent or your teen years, and you might hear something totally different, but you listen to it when you're older. I mean, a song that you may not have liked, but now you've been through certain life experiences, it'll mean more to you now. Depeche Mode. Well done, too. (laughs) (laughs) You know? See, these are the type of, of, of... conversations that we would be getting into if say I was cruising down the aisle and I bumped into you and it was like, Hell, hey, you looking for Van Halen stuff? Like, have you heard about this band over here? And then you'd be like, Have you heard about this band over here? And then we'd, you know, it'd be the interaction between us two. We'd both would contribute to each other. We were discussing privately, obviously. I mentioned Renaissance Records, and I and it's, it, I'm going to ask again here during your podcast. Chris, are you Renaissance Record? Are you sure? Because this was kind of like, I guess, would be, yeah, it's considered East Dayton because it's uh, there off of Smithville and wait, well, it was, I, well, let me rephrase it, it was located. I want to say they closed down in the 90s. Hi, folks. Mr. G here. And if you know what's good for you, you get the Renaissance Music Media. We're loaded to the walls with thousands of records, and they got to go. Save 25% on all 45s and 33s in stock. For instance, save 25% on this Van Halen vinyl. Super clean and ready to go. Or how about this low mileage 45 small, sleek, sexy? You save 25%. 1924 South Smithville Road, next to the Daybell Theater. It was a small record store called Renaissance Record. I've not been there. I wish you had the opportunity because um, the guy that owned that record store, not that anything about its environment was different than what you would, if you think of any small record stores. I mean, you go in there and there's, you know, you had your aisles of records in alphabetical order of, of a genre and all that. Of course, they had CDs as well. And he had his cat. He had the, uh, like a Mancoon cat that loved everybody and all that. <laughs> and he had artwork everywhere from music and all that and horror. And the guy who owned the Renaissance record was actually an extra. It was, in other words, he played a zombie in Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead. And it was a poster of him as one of the zombies. Renaissance kind of reminds me, it felt like it would belong in the Oregon district. 
There was just something about it. It, it really looked like it would have fit down there. Was he there? Like, was he in the store? Did you, did you talk to him often? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was there most of the time. I mean, it's like, in other words, he was, he was one of the per individuals that would open and close the damn place. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, a poster of him where he signed it and everything. So basically, everybody who was a regular customer there, um, you knew of it, you were aware of it, and you take a friend who had been there, like, yeah, he, that's him. You know, That's great. That's yeah. like uh, Rocky's restaurant. Well, a lot of people like to hear these old fight stories, you know? Maybe later. Okay. <laughs> you know, they go in and get a Rocky. Yeah. Little well, story. okay. The restaurant, you think of Tanks. Sadly, Tank had passed away years ago. Have you been to Tanks uh, on Wayne Avenue? Oh, man, that sounds oh. familiar. Tanks is um, right before, if you're heading, say, south. Obviously, you're kind of going uphill at this time. Before it splits Smithville. Not Wayne and then Wilmington splits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tanks. Tanks would be before that split right there. And it's been there since the late 80s. Unfortunately, 2020, they had a, a big hit like everybody else did. Mm. But Tanks was a local hole in the wall bar. A lot of UD students go there. I used to go there a lot with some old friends and they had a jukebox. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use a memory of mine. You and your buddy are had gone to tanks all the time, but one of your buddies maybe moved out of state, and then they come back home, like say during the holidays to visit. Where does he or she want to go? Wants to go to tanks because that's where you guys used to hang out, right? So you go to tanks, you sit at the bar, the great food there. They have kind of like the Chicago hot dog style, but other than that, they have great food, and the jukebox. And it's like all the songs that were on that jukebox was great. All the albums. And of course, when you get a bunch of drunk people, it gets a little bit louder. And of course, that's when the Beatles shit comes on. And uh, <laughs> and I'm not being disrespectful because I love the Beatles, but it seems like when you get a bar full of people going around drinking, oh la di, oh la da. Are you a complete loser? Well, go open a can of Meet Us in the Man Cave beer. It friggin' tastes awesome. Drink responsibly. Only available at Bubba. Rent us, uh, yeah, record stores and jukebox players kind of go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Not the digital ones, but. Yeah, I know. All the digital ones now you can just log into and play your music and stuff like that. That's a little out of control. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a little much. Streaming with music is great. I love having it right here on my phone, per se. I love being able to play Bluetooth through my speakers. I love that. But I don't love I I don't love the fact that I can't go to a record store and find meet new people single people like me used to meet people there sure I used to meet I miss that sure I don't want a friggin app that says swipe left or right or whatever it works you know you know how they talk about like I mean that's a, I'm that's not gonna a get good to pay on point something that I hadn't brought up earlier but that's a good point because, you know, some people, they get in those those conversations where they're like, oh, you guys have been together this long. How'd you meet? Like, oh, we, I never thought about that. Like, hey, we met, we met at a record store. Like, Today it's dating up. <laughs> just, you know, that's part of people's story, man. We lost, the, we lost a part of that. I, I did not think about that until you just said that. It's true. 100% true.
I'm not trying to cry about being single. I've lived that lifestyle long enough, but I miss meeting people that way. And to me, in my mind right now, I guess it's a, an old fetish that I miss, and it's not a sick fetish. It's not a fetish that I'm embarrassed about. Finding attractive women in record stores. Oh, me that, are, that are into the same music. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's a different, that's yeah. a whole nother. Because, I mean, what do you. I'm what, proud of that fetish. What do, you, what do you got nowadays? I mean, what do you got? You got bars, I don't, clubs? I just, Sadly, it's from watching TV. I met fucking, or listening to po- other podcasts. Fucking Instagram pro- profiles. Um, we, we met on Instagram. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I feel I like we're losing. It, you know, it's all, it's a collective thing, dude. We're losing the human element. Yes. And it's so amazing because you, Chris, from episode three, brought the human elements about music that's so important that's so important what touches us whether you're a, i'm not a musician sure i could play the guitar <laughs> yeah but i understand the guitar more now because of what's created today from producers right not from musicians right and I'm talking out of my ass right now but that's how i feel no that's part I of that's, that's, that's how you feel that's part of your soul that's that's what yeah. it's all about. I kind of lost my train of thought, but no, it's you, how you really touch space, the, how music touches your soul, how it touches your spirit, how it, it's your mind, your heart and soul. That's how powerful music is. I mean, I feel like I am kind of repeating of what we're talking about here. So if I guess my point is with music being that important, why aren't we introducing the physicalities of having those music store back? Probably because it won't make any money. That's, and that's what it really comes down to. That, 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 is, that is. That's totally 100%. You're, you're right. But God damn it. Like, uh-huh. part of me just wants to fucking become rich and reinstate some sort of physical media and, and a gathering place. And I can't band. In other words, I can't get away from Apple Music or Spotify while at the same time I want it for the, our podcast streaming. So, it's, I mean, that's freedom of speech, yeah. right? We're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't go I, out I, and buy this podcast. I, mean. <laughs> I, want, I want the best of both worlds. I really do. And what's wrong with that? That's human, that's human nature. That? That's human nature. Uh, I know I could sit here and put some more tear in my beer about music stores, but uh, I'm going to leave it at that for this particular episode, Chris. It's the little guys that made the difference. Still a target, you know, just like you brought up earlier. There's still physical media. There's a Best Buy. I mean, I'm holding out hope. It's it's just the little guys that got demolished, you know? Yeah, you know what, folks? We'll get back to the horror, I promise. I want to. I, I don't want to say guests yet because we haven't had anything lined up, but I know Chris and I definitely want to have guests on here. So keep that. You know, if you're hoping to hear that, we will. And Chris and I will talk about latex, but it is refreshing to talk about music. You know, we love these guys, but we still love to talk about music. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, because now I'm sad because I miss record stores. I know, right? See, Halloween's still there. <laughs> he, he, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Chop him up in a Vegematic or a bullet, he's still going to come around. I mean... He's just hamburger sandwich now. It's fine. Uh, you know, 
I'll bring this up now. Maybe it'll lead us to our episode six. I got to thinking about this for somebody at my age, and I hate using that analogy. But on okay, we had Rob Zombies in 2007, 2009. Uh-huh. And it was almost 10 years later that we had the the trilogy, right? Right. So on an average of 10 years, if there is another version of Halloween, I want to be 60-something. And I'm going to be really like, really? I don't fucking care. <laughs> You'll be there. Don't don't you start that. <laughs> but you know, Think of the Golden Girls where they got to the point where they were more like, hey, Michael's fucking 90 years old right now. He can't even get his dick up. How's he going to stab this other one? I, see, see, I think that's the point, though. They, they had to end it. I think it'll be a reboot situation. You know, I thought about this, and I didn't bring it up in our discussions of the past following ends, and this is another thing of why you're doing this, Scott. <laughs> but how is it that Michael was able to stand getting bullet wounds and kills and then or even even no. basically shot again and ends, but yet he can't handle having knives being stuck in Shut up, Scott. No, I know. That's totally – I mean, I think we've – I think we touched on that several times. I want, it's a hundred percent true. Like homeboy left, lived through so much and he didn't lose a step. He didn't, he, he, he massacred like 11 people. And how is it that Corey got his ass kicked from a band, a, a group of kids that were in a band, but yet then all of a sudden he was able to practically kick Michael's ass. <laughs> Michael was damaged, and 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 Corey was realizing the potential of his full evil. I really think they could have taken. I, I mean, Halloween three, season of which was basically not a Halloween movie. I really think they could have taken because the actor who played Corey, I feel bad for insulting the name because he really he was he was good in the movie. I, I honestly feel that he was a good actor in the movie. The the actor, you know, I didn't hate him. Um, I, I didn't. I just was so disappointed on how that movie was written and directed. It didn't make. It didn't fit for us. And you know, part of that, I think we spoke about it earlier. It was like, wasn't it four four writers? Yeah, too many, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. All right. Yep we're we're doing so it. We're doing it again. Yep. We'll get into the horror stuff. I, that's kind of a teaser for our next episode, possibly. In other words, we'll get back into the horror stuff. Make sure you check out our new YouTube channel, which which is Meet Us in the Man Cave. God, I, I wanted to say <laughs> the park downstairs. <laughs>